Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's going on, America? And welcome to a new episode of the podcast. Okay, I'm going to address uh, what everybody has been wanting me to address, and that is the Donald Trump dinner with Kanye West and Nick Fuentes. Yeah, I mean, we're just going to go right into this thing, honestly, and we're going to talk about it. I'm going to tell you my thoughts, and then I'm going to tell you, yeah, I mean, you know, this is media outrage. Well, let me back up. It's not good. To be clear, it's not good. And and I'll get to what I think is going on. But let me address, do I think that Donald Trump is a racist anti-Semite? Absolutely not in any way. Uh, I'm pretty sure his daughter is now converted to Judaism. But either way, his actions speak completely the otherwise. So there's two versions of this story. There is, you know, the version that the media is trying to paint that Trump is meeting with anti-Semite Kanye West and Nick Fuentes because he's a white supremacist and hates Jews. And then there is president Trump's version where he talks about in a truth social post that Kanye West reached out to him and Kanye West has always been very kind to Donald Trump. And here recently, because of his own doing, Donald Trump is, I mean, not Donald Trump, excuse me, Kanye West is in serious dire straits, not only financially, but publicly and uh, his image and, and rightfully so. So you kind of have to ask yourself, what is more likely in this situation? Is Donald Trump, who has been the most pro-Israel president in the history of presidents, whose daughter has converted to Judaism. Who is he, who is the most pro black president ever? Is this person truly an anti-Semitic racist or is it more likely that he got reached out to by Kanye West? He decided to take the meeting, um, et cetera. And the meeting was supposed to be with Kanye West. And then uh, Kanye West showed up with, I think it was three other people and one of them being Nick Fuentes. I think it's the, the latter, honestly, uh, the, the, the questions I have are actually a little bit different. Now I know Nick Fuentes. I have been attacked by Nick Fuentes personally, his group, the Groypers or whatever have shown up to many of uh, speaking events that I have been to, and and, and th- these people are truly evil and disturbed individuals under the veil of religion also, which is the worst part. You know, the Groypers believe truly that America is a white 
European nation and women should not be allowed to vote and go back into the kitchen and all races other than white should be sent off or whatever. Nick Fuentes is, is an awful person. Uh, I would, I, I would say though, to put it in full context, Nick Fuentes is no worse than Louis Farrakhan who Barack Obama, by the way, hung out with quite a bit. Um, but either way I digress. Here's the questions that I have, and I think that these are valid questions. Now, I've already stated my opinion. Do I think Donald Trump knew Nick Fuentes was going to be there? No, I don't. I, I, I do believe that Donald Trump took the meeting with Kanye West. Kanye West shows up with Nick Fuentes. Kanye West is a very, very mentally disturbed individual. And I think that president Trump needs to distance himself from him uh, because all of these people that are trying to talk to Kanye and get Kanye on their shows, et cetera, et cetera. You are doing nothing but enabling a man that is medically diagnosed. Uh, was it bipolar or schizophrenic? Well, one of the two, and he is obviously manic right now. And, and, and I just, I, I think everybody needs to stop giving him a microphone in this current moment. The man needs to go get help. The end. There is literally no reason to pay Verizon, AT&T or T-Mobile. Let's be honest. They are horrific companies that do not care about your values. They're horrible. I don't really know how else to say this. They support the things you don't support, like abortion. They support canceling people. Why pay them when you can get the same service on the same network at Pure Talk for half the price? Yes, I'm talking about text, blazing fast data, just $30 a month. Those other guys are making you pay for thousands of retail stores you don't go into, perks you don't use, and massive profits to keep their shareholders happy. I've switched to Pure Talk. It's time for you to switch to Pure Talk as well. All you got to do to show corporate America you're done funding their leftist politics is go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Graham to save 50% off your first month. Again, that's puretalk.com, promo code Graham. That's 50% off your first month. So go make the switch to Pure Talk today. Do I think Donald Trump is an anti-Semitic uh, 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 racist? No, I don't. I, I don't. I just don't believe that is true. Is this bad? Yes, it's bad. Should the meeting have taken place? No. Uh, Nick Fuentes definitely shouldn't have been there. Should he have taken the meeting with Kanye West in the first place? Probably not. Um, again, here are the questions that I have. One is very, very, very simple. How did Nick Fuentes get in there? That's the question that I have. And, and, and that question is less for Donald Trump and more for the people like checking the list and the people setting it up. Uh, I have met the president several times. Uh, I've gotten to sit down with the president multiple times. The president really doesn't know his schedule until, you know, the schedule is presented before him. Every time I have had to meet the president, I have had to submit my name, my social, uh, everything. And the secret service has to run all of my stuff to make sure that there's nothing that pops up that they should be worried about. So that is interesting to me is how Nick Fuente. I understand how Kanye West got in there. It's interesting to me how Kanye West showed up with three additional people that, you know, I guess maybe because he's Kanye West, they just let him in. Maybe 
I mean, I have been invited to Mar-a-Lago. I have Ubered to Mar-a-Lago and there was a mess up and I wasn't on the list at the front of the gate and they kicked me out and I had to call in, get it fixed, get my name on the list and then go back again and then get in there. So I do have a question on how that actually happened, how that part actually took place. And, and, and to me, that's less on Donald Trump and more about who is checking this list and vetting through the people that are going in to meeting President Trump. I, that, that part is weird to me. And it's, and it's especially weird to me because I have met Donald Trump and I have had meetings with Donald Trump and I have been on the books for Donald Trump and I have had to do the background checks, submitting my information 72 hours before I show up, et cetera, to make sure there's no red flags that pop up when they check me out in the systems. So that is a part that is interesting to me is Donald Trump didn't know Nick Fuentes was going to be there. So my question is, how did Nick Fuentes get in there? Okay, well, he was with Kanye West. Okay, so Kanye West was on the books to come in. Kanye West shows up with three additional people that aren't on the books. So was it a simple just, well, it's Kanye West, just let him bring in who, who he wants to bring in, right? Like, like is that it? Is that, is that how it went down? And if so, that's a serious breakdown at Mar-a-Lago from the Secret Service that's still there protecting the president to the private security that's there. Uh, it's a breakdown. And then also... I, there is this, there is this part of me that goes to this like conspiracy place. Like did somebody know? I, I, I don't know. Like, did somebody know who Nick Fuentes was and they're trying to hurt president Trump? I, I, I don't, I don't know, but, but your mind just naturally goes to that assumption. And so overall it turned out to be a gigantic issue, a gigantic deal. Um, I think that President Trump should distance himself from Kanye West. You know, it probably wouldn't hurt to publicly come out and and just rebuke Nick Fuentes and his horrific rhetoric. Uh, I do not, uh, you know, there's a lot of people like, how do you not like Nick Fuentes? He claims to be a Christian. He's not. He is a hateful, hateful, evil little man. And I don't like anything about Nick Fuentes. He also doesn't care for me. So, you know, that those are my thoughts about the Trump thing. Again, I put out to you, uh, the media is jumping on this, but nobody wants to talk about the fact that Barack Obama met with Louis Farrakhan multiple, multiple, multiple times. But either way, neither one of them good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that one was fine and one wasn't. I'm just saying that one gets reported by the media and one doesn't. So it makes you thing. All right. What's going on, America? Listen, you know that the insurance thing is a gigantic scam. Big pharma, everything. They're all corrupt individuals. There's no need to keep putting money in their pocket. And so that's why I love the company CrowdHealth because CrowdHealth has a better way to fund your healthcare cost. You can see any doctor you want, no deductibles, exclusions, or copays. Only pay the first $500 on any healthcare event. Then the CrowdHealth community takes care of the rest. All you got to do is pay one 
low monthly total to fund your account. Your monthly subscription helps you fund healthcare costs of the entire Crown Health community. And unlike insurance, there are no doctor networks, so you can see any doctor you want. Take charge of your healthcare today with Crown Health. Open enrollment is the only time you can hit eject on the broken system without penalty, so don't wait. For a limited time, join for just $99 per month for your first six months when you use the promo code GRAM. That's G-R-A-H-A-M at joincrowdhealth.com. So what are you waiting for? Go to joincrowdhealth.com, promo code GRAM now. All right. So this next part I want to go to, these are two things that I saw that, I don't know, I just, I found interesting. And so I thought that we might talk about them here. This is a New York Post article. And the caption is, it's a very attractive female. She appears to be in a nice vehicle. Uh, holding a dog, and the caption of it is, I escaped hustle culture. Now I'm a proud stay-at-home wife. So let's read this here really quick. Uh, I escaped hustle culture, a new thing called hustle culture. All right, so this woman lives a charmed life as a stay-at-home wife, a so-called feminine lifestyle coach known on TikTok as FemFitFlow has revealed why she ditched hustle culture and left her job choosing to forever be a housewife. She, ser- she shared a clip about how her life has improved as a stay-at-home wife rather than working in an office, declaring that she's a feminine uh, cyclical being who is simply fed up with forcing myself into these masculine structures. You know what? I'm just out here in my matching set with my little princess dog, drinking my green juice, running my little errands, because I'm just realizing there is nothing better than this. She began her one-minute video filmed inside her car. You can't convince me otherwise. She went on about her daily routine like, I woke up whenever I wanted. These stupid ads pop up when I'm reading these things to you guys. It's so frustrating. Uh, This is her words. Like, I woke up whenever I wanted to, got my workout done for the day. I'm going to go grab some lunch, run a few errands, come back home, do my hot girl walk. I don't know what the hot girl walk means. I'm going to help my husband with some creative things in his business, which is super fun. And I'm going to make us a delicious lasagna for dinner. Then we're going to cuddle on the couch with our dogs and watch a movie. The lifestyle guru said she's feeling so grateful for ditching her nine to five. Listen, all this girl boss climbing the corporate ladder Hustle culture is just not the life, she said, noting she felt exhausted by the daily grind, which led her to break free from hustle culture. This is new. I'm I'm, I'm learning this term for the first time. I did all that. I'm burned out and I saw no end in sight to it at all. I'm just so glad I escaped all that before it was too late. The minute I realized that I am a feminine uh, being, I can't keep forcing myself into these masculine structures with serious health consequences in when my is in my life changed. She concluded, girlfriend, you're looking for a sign. This is it. The coach is also a big promoter of the soft life, a way for women to live a stress free and comfortable life. The influencer often posts videos on her page about her tips for living a low-stress existence, relationship advice, and how women can be ex-girl bosses. Okay, so initial thoughts on this. I think this might be taking it a bit 
to the extreme. This this kind of this this lady kind of seems like she just wants to do whatever she wants. <laughs> you know, without any real responsibility. There doesn't seem to be any calls for wanting to have children one day or whatever, but you know, maybe not, maybe not this first reading. However, I do, I don't hate the idea of ditching hustle culture. And, and, and this is such a fine line because I'm all about hard work. I really am. I, I, I believe that you should work for what you want and that you should earn what you earn. Um, however, especially when you have children, I do believe there is a fine line. Yes, especially as men and women, like we have to provide nurturing, financial stability, uh, protection, et cetera, for our families and our children. But there is a fine line between this hustle culture. So there's a fine line between providing and hustle culture, which that's a new phrase for me, literally figuring out about it at the first time, but I don't hate it. In fact, I may talk about this more the more I dive into it, but I have fallen victim to this hustle culture, all about the money. At one point, I think I had six cars in the driveway that I had no intentions on having around for any longer than 90 days because I was going to turn around and flip them and make money, et cetera. Like, I, I mean, I've got caught up in the hustle culture uh, of making money, man. I, I get up at five in the morning. I don't go to bed till midnight and I repeat, 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 repeat. And then you realize that the most important thing in your life is to just be a husband and or a wife or a dad or a mom, because all of these things, you're, you're working so hard and literally killing yourself for something that you're going to die one day and it's all going to end because you're not building anything that's actually going to mean anything to anybody. And, you know, people get... One of the biggest lies that we tell ourselves as entrepreneurs and as parents that are trying to be, uh, you know, independent and self-employed is that we're building a legacy for our children, something for our children to fall into. Uh, nine times out of 10, your kid don't want to fall into that. And then the business is just going to be sold anyway. And all those times away from your family was for nothing. Your son wants to be a baker. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you have no idea what your children are going to want to do. So why in the world would you waste so much time missing so many things and so many opportunities and so many memories and moments to build something that actually doesn't mean anything? It's interesting to me. Hustle culture, canceling hustle culture. I like that. I think I'm going to have to look into that a little bit, but this next tweet thread is what I really want to talk about. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, and deepening of inflation, and how to protect your hard-earned savings from the reinvigorated left? The answer is protect your IRA, your savings, or your 401k from the chaotic financial markets by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. These are great people with almost 20 years experience covering IRAs and 401ks into a precious metals IRA. 
Don't allow the left to devalue your savings. Text Graham to 989898 and claim your free, no obligation info kit from Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold and silver in a tax sheltered retirement account, and Birch Gold will help you do it. Birch Gold has an A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. Check them out now. Text the word Graham. That's G-R-A-J-M to 989898 now. Now, this person has a following of 59,300 people on Twitter when I saw this thread. And I want to read it because I've, I've said for a while that we have lost Gen Z. Gen Z is lost. We've lost them. The church has failed them. The current generations have failed them. America has failed them, et cetera, et cetera. And so the title of this thread in Twitter, and I'm going to read the whole thing, okay? It starts with how to destroy your parents' marriage, a thread. And that's what it starts with. So obviously this caught my eye, how to destroy your parents' marriage. So the first thing I thought about is why would someone young want to destroy their parents' Marriage. And so I decided to read this. So here we go. All right. If your parents are in a happy and loving relationship, that means you can't blame them for your childhood trauma causing all of your personality slash mood disorders as easily. It also means that you have tons of family obligations. If you destroy your parents' marriage, things will become disorganized and they'll stop keeping track of where you are. You'll be able to spend more time with your friends. You'll also be able to hold the divorce over their heads and leverage your pain in quotations into money and gifts. The first thing you need to do is to start being really misbehaved. This is the cornerstone to the entire operation. The worse you are, the more your parents will grow to resent each other for raising you poorly and the more chances you'll have to cause fights and strife. Play to their weaknesses and make sure your parents will react differently to the way you act. Examples for guys get into fights at schools. Your dad will think it's fine and your mom won't. For girls, wear clothes in your mom's favorite colors and styles, but make them promiscuous. Keep acting out and doing these things until the moment your parents sign the divorce paper. Oscillate between things that would offend your mom and things that offend your dad. If your dad brings it up to you, say your mom encouraged it and vice versa. If one parent is more accepting than the other, become trans. If you're not actually trans, just say you are. Here we go. Now we're getting into the real stuff. This is the nuclear option and will send your parents into a frenzy. Work hard to demonize the parent that's against your transition at home and in the public eye. Start bringing super hot people around your parents, MILFs of your friends, your soccer coach, your 23-year-old algebra teacher who is tired of your behavior and needs your dad to come in for a meeting, uh, your physical therapist. Make these people fixtures in your life. Make subtle comments and plant evidence that they each might be cheating, but also make it seem like you absolutely need these mentors around for your future. Make sure your parents are doing a lot of spending, secretly break appliances, cause small fires, 
blast the thermostat, mess with the, this, is this fake? Mess with their car engines and use all the power to make them go broke. Meanwhile, insist on expensive lessons and tutoring for my future. While all of these stresses are compiling, plant seeds in each of your parents' minds. Let them know how easy it is to find a new partner with dating apps. Remind them how good looking they are and point to how underappreciated they are in their marriage. They'll fold. When you get called in to speak to a lawyer for questioning, work as a double agent. Make sure there's no room for reconciliation. Keep sowing discord to the very end and don't give up. Then enjoy your newfound freedom as a child of divorced parents. This isn't funny. This isn't satire. This is real. This person just laid out an entire horrific, demonic, evil thread on how to destroy your parents' marriage as the child. I love this part. Um, where is it at? There's so many here. Even if you're not, ah, okay. If one parent is more accepting than the other, become trans. If you're not actually trans, just say you are. That goes into the further thing around here. All this LGBTQ stuff, all this transgender things. I've said for a while, this is all just a fad. This is a fad that kids are using right now because it is, uh, you know, my wife's in social work and basically every single person that she counsels is in the LGBTQ community or claims to be. And honestly, at this point, it's like, it's like being a goth person back in my day. Like it's just the thing to do at this point. I think that this is horrible. I think that this is very, very sad. And I think that this is unfortunately a testament to where we actually are in America. We're we're losing our children. We, We live in a world where children find it better, at least initially, to have divorced parents so they can get more stuff and they can do more things that they want to do. It's the little things every single day that must be reinforced as parents, especially as Christian parents, to our kids of the importance of the nuclear family. I am telling you, if that tweet thread upset you, it should. But that has been the intention of the left of evil for (laughs) as long as I can remember. The destruction of the nuclear family. Nuclear families, families staying together are actually bad these days because that means that you can't blame your problems on other people. If you go back to the very first part of that thread, that's what it boils down to. If your parents are in a happy and loving relationship, that means you can't blame them for your childhood trauma causing all of your personality slash mood disorders as easily. It also means that you have tons of family obligations. They mean responsibilities. They wrote obligation, but that's not what they mean. They mean responsibilities. This all boils down to this victimhood mentality that we have embraced, that we have accepted, and that we have pushed in our society. That victim, being the victim is cool. Being the victim is the way to go. Being the victim is the whole point and purpose. You ever met somebody that likes being sick? You ever met that person? Which oftentimes mean they're not nearly as sick as they always claim to be, but they they like the attention that you get when you are 
sick. You ever met those people? I have. I know several of those people. There are there are some people. You ever met those people that always have a problem? They always have this catastrophic thing that is happening to them. Always. Why? Because it makes them the victim. Literally, listen to any Taylor Swift song ever. You'd think after 437 breakups, she might stop to think that, hey, you know, maybe I'm the problem here. Taylor Swift has made an entire career, one of the biggest artists ever, of talking about her inability to maintain a stable relationship with a guy. We live in a culture that is backwards. We live in a culture that is all over the place. We live in a culture that has forgotten what God wants us to do and what God wants us to be and how God wants it to go. The nuclear family, man, wife, or husband, wife, kids, God, spouse, children, hierarchy, order, discipline, uh, moral values and character. This is what we're missing, and this is what we've lost. The only way to fight this, as we've talked about it, there is hope. It's not a quick fo- hope. It's not a quick fix. It, 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 it's a hope that needs to be started at the church. The church has to adjust how they are doing this. Gen Gen Z's lost. I mean, I'm not saying, again, that we can't save some of them, but we have to refocus. 10, 15-year cycle of refocus. We have to go after the current parents, and we have to go after the current children. Because I just read to you what a current Gen Zer thinks, and it is terrifying. That's all I have for this episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to share this with five of your friends. Hit that subscribe button to make sure that it automatically downloads onto your phone every time we have a new episode. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you all again next time.